2021. Even before we get into the agenda, the first order of business will be to uh, welcome our new alderman, uh, Brian Varshow, to the Board of Public Works. Welcome, Brian, glad to have you on board here. Uh, first real item then is the call uh, to election of chairman of the Board of Public Works. Uh, at this time, I would entertain any nominations for chairman of the Board of Public Works, Alderman Fisher. I will nominate Tom Bucky. All right, we have a, a nomination for uh, Butke for chairman of the Board of Public Works. Are there any other nominations? If not, I would entertain a motion to close nominations and cast the ballot for Butke as chairman of the board. A motion by Fisher, close nominations. Is there a second to that motion? motion a second by Rosenditch. Uh, to close nominations for chairman of the board and to elect Alderman Butke as chair. Any discussion on that item? All those in favor? Aye. Any opposed? We have a winner. Good job. Not qualified. <laughs> okay. Get my computer going here. Uh, next item up for agenda is vice chair. I would uh, nominate Mr. Fisher. Any other nominations? Okay. Uh, We'll uh, vote on uh, Mr. Fisher approving uh, with a unanimous vote. We would need a we would um, we would need a motion to close nominations. Oh, close. Yeah, I'm sorry. Cast the ballot for. I'm uh, acting like it's my first time doing this. Could we, Mr. Rosenditch, is that your motion to close? Motion to close. Okay. Second, Mr. Marshall. Marshall. We'll vote on on that motion. All in favor, say aye. 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 And it, it was that just so. Uh, we know that's with uh, Quentin, that's with uh, casting a unanimous ballot for. Yes. Okay, thank yeah. you. Good. Mr. Barshall, same thing. Okay. Uh, all in favor, say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Motion carries. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, the next item would be to approve the minutes of the April 5th, 2021 okay. board meeting. I would entertain a motion to approve the minutes. Mr. Fire, second by Mr. Fisher. Comments, questions, corrections? All in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed? Motion carries one more time, Dan, please. All right, the next item would be uh, citizen comments. Any citizens comments? <laughs> okay, I see none. Go ahead, Dan, okay, until my computer uh, comes up. Yeah, the next item would be a construction update presented by Chris Holly Street Super. All right. Go ahead, Chris, give me a little time. Uh, talk a little bit so I can get my computer. Absolutely. Congratulations, Alderman Bucky, on your uh, recent uh, nomination to the board president. Committee president, I should say. Uh, as they say in Wisconsin, there's two seasons. We have winter season and the construction season. And uh, construction, construction season is now st officially started. And uh, to let you guys know, uh, we're, we're off to a good start. Uh, each week or every other um, meeting now, I'll give you an update on what's going on on our, on our construction side. 
and hopefully we'll wrap things up by the end of October and give you uh, uh, an update, a wrap of construction update at the end of October. So as you, as you look at the memo I sent out on Friday, and it's in your packet, I kind of put all the projects in the order that we're going to be doing, uh, scheduled to do, do them. So uh, crack filling is in progress. We've got a good handle on that already. Um, and all of our streets that we want to do some asphalt maintenance on are done. And then we have some other streets right now that are opened up, cracks are, are routed out, but we haven't put any um, hot tar in them yet. We've had some wet, cold weather that it wasn't conducive to do that type of uh, um, application yet uh, the chip ceiling is uh, to be scheduled uh, that'll be scheduled sometime this week probably and usually gets done before the end of the month along with our crack filling of our concrete streets same thing there we have to schedule what's got construction to come in and do the roads that we want to get done and last year we did some mastic out on uh, south peach avenue just north of 29th street we're going to do a lot more of that this year it's holding up really well and uh, we contacted wood county and they're uh, going to do that for us. So to get things going on our asphalt mill in place projects, as you can see, anything that I haven't, haven't read is an, a, a good accomplishment. And they started out last Monday on Arlington between uh, Lincoln and Cyprus. And we actually got that done last week already. Um, the drain tile is in, the ditching's done, uh, the topsoil and the seating's already done. That's all we have left to do up there is to go and pulverize the street, could be scheduled and, and uh, put asphalt down. From there, we're going to move on to Larch uh, Fifth Adler. That's going to start next week. Actually, today we had a good time to go out there and start sawing some of the driveways. I know that gener generated a lot of phone calls already this morning, but uh, we had some time when it when it's rain day like this, we can always get guys out to do some sawing in the rain. So we, we kind of jumped ahead a little bit and got some sawing done, but that's scheduled to start on, officially start uh, next Monday. Uh, from there, as you can see from the list, after we get done with that, the schedule says to go to App, uh, Adams between Upper McMillan and on down. Um, uh, we've also started on our um, asphalt overlay uh, projects. Uh, first one that we have is Adams, uh, Adams Avenue between uh, 8th and Arlington. That's in progress right now. Uh, we worked with the water department. There was six to eight, uh, what they call lead wipes, goosenecks coming off the main that were lead. Uh, and then they finished those, uh, replacing those on Thursday. And there was one homeowner out there that took advantage of uh, lateral sanitary, lateral replacement, and that's all completed. And basically we're finishing up the concrete work out there. Um, probably by the end of the week, we'll have a, end of the week to next week, we'll have a real good hold on uh, that project and we'll schedule that for the overlay. Uh, in between the, the end of the asphalt or the concrete uh, overlay projects, we have some miscellaneous work to continue to do, uh, fixing catch basins and, and uh, other miscellaneous concrete work. And the, the big project for the concrete guys is going to be McMillan between Central and St. Joe's. That's going to take up most of their summer. Uh, it's very similar to the project that we did, or it's exactly the same the project that we did on McMillan last year from St. Joe's out towards Pheasant Run. Uh, we've got quite a bit of our touch-ups from last year done. Uh, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland last year overlay project and Apple and Butternut and Hume were done late. And we have some touch-ups to do out there. We actually did our touch-ups on Cleveland between Palmetto and Apple and Apple between Daggy and Cleveland got done last week. Uh, by touch-ups, I mean needing topsoil and reseeding. 
And then uh, as time uh, allows us, we'll finish up on butternut and hume. So butternut is actually, the grass is looking pretty good out there. There's just some miscellaneous work uh, residents called and would like some um, touch-ups done out there. Uh, miscellaneous work, snowplow damage restoration. We didn't have a whole lot of snowplow damage restoration, but that is completed. We had a pretty good winter uh, working with the city forester, Mark, and uh, and cutting uh, terrace trees down last year that were that needed it um, because of disease or or some other mouth um, something wrong with the tree. So we uh, got all of the stumps ground out and reseeded in topsoil. That's all done, and then we have continued some miscellaneous work as you can see on the sheet uh, that needs to get done yet this year. Uh, of course, asphalt pothole patching is always ongoing. Uh, the one thing that we did a little bit different this spring was some of the troubled areas where we, we had a larger patch rather than just go out and, and uh, throw some hot mix in it and, and roll it down. We actually took our, our, uh, our, pul our pulverizer type machine and uh, we've, we cut out those edges and, and then put hot mix in it and rolled it down and, we hopefully we won't be back there in the next you know month to touch up the potholes. We actually kind of put a new layer of asphalt down in those larger areas, and that that'll continue now too. Uh, city mowing has started. Uh, contracted mowing has started. Uh, we have a kind of a long-term seasonal employee that started on Monday. He takes care of all our detention basins and and stuff like that. And then our college students will start to come in and take care of the. Um, mowing on the parking lots and, and other areas that city owned property. So other than that, uh, we got a good start on the year and uh, uh, feeling pretty comfortable where we're at. We already knocked one of the mill in place projects off. And like one of the guys said, uh, how do you eat an elephant? Uh, one bite at a time. So we got our appetizer in and we got a couple bites out of the elephant. So any questions for Chris comments? Dan? Yeah, I'm just pointing out that normally we'd have Tom do an update too on uh, engineering or contracted projects. We're still out for bid with our first project yet. So hopefully by our next meeting, we'll have, uh, we'll start getting Tom involved in the uh, updating as well. Chris, you had mentioned uh, on South Peach, would you call it Mastic? Is that what it was? Yeah. It's, it, uh, uh, I looked at that, that. You're right. That looks very good. Yeah, it's, it held up really nice through the winter. So we were wondering how it was going to make it through the plow season, but it doesn't look any much different than the day we put it down, yeah. which is really nice. It, it'll hold a lot longer than the hot mix asphalt uh, patching that we do. So yeah. I think it's a good way to go. You found a good product. Yeah. Anybody else? Mr. Fire. Yeah, I'd like to comment that I, I talked to Chris last week and I had one of my fellow uh, legionnaires that has a, a hot rod uh, wheelchair and he couldn't get down out of his driveway because it's so heavy. So they came over. They're going to solve his problem. He had. He would have had a back out into that into that road, which was really even bad. So they're very very appreciative for all of our help. So yeah. Hey, thank you. You're thank welcome. you, Chris. Anybody else? Okay. Next. Okay. Number seven. Review of parking restrictions on North Cedar Avenue, adjacent to the skate park, presented by Tom Turchy, City Engineer. Tom. Um, our office received a request to review parking restrictions on North Cedar Avenue, adjacent to Brain Park, or specifically next to the skate park. 
Uh, North Cedar Avenue is currently posted parking prohibited on both sides of the street, its entire length from North, from Grant Street to Ive Street. Uh, this proposal, uh, the permitted parking would be located from 75 feet south of I Street to 295 feet south of I Street. and would uh, create approximately 10 parking spaces. Uh, current um, administrative code does not allow parking on Grant, but back in 2007, the board did approve a change to allow parking on the west side of Cedar to assist McDonald's with parking concerns following the closure of, and subsequent sale of the former grocery store uh, to the property of the east. And then in 2009, those parking restrictions were reinstated um, following the reconstruction of the McDonald's site and as their reconstructed site was uh, designed and built to accommodate on-site parking for their employees. Therefore, I'd recommend parking on North Cedar Avenue be amended as noted. Parking prohibited on both sides of Cedar Avenue from Grant Street to Ive Street, except for the east side of Cedar Avenue from 75 feet south of the south line of Ive Street to 295 feet south of the south line of Ive Street. And I'd further recommend that the administrative code of traffic and parking be amended to reflect these changes. Uh, that would be the green line that's shown on the drawing uh, where the parking would actually be located. I would entertain a motion by Mr. Fire. Second. I'll second it then. Uh, Mr. Rosenditch, is that a second? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Comments or question? question. Go ahead, Mr. Rosenditch. Was the... <sighs> Was the request by a local business or was it by a citizen? Can we we know that? Yes, it was by a citizen, um, Mr. Tiffany, who's been involved with the skate park and some of the kids that are there. Is it just for more accessibility to get to get the skate park? I mean, I'm assuming that's what he wanted. Um, he just basically get asked for parking adjacent to the skate park. Um, I know he was involved, Mr. Tiffany was involved with the uh, Frisbee Golf at one time. Mm -hmm. I thought uh, I thought that was going away in Braham Park, but as far as I know, it's still there. So that could be part of his reason. Is there any re reason to worry about the street being that wide enough to have parking there, parking, uh, people pulling out of the bank there? Are there any concerns on that by the city? I think the bank driveway, if you take a look at it, there's another driveway that's used a little bit more often further to the south, but this road is our typical 32 foot face to face. So parking on one side probably would not be a real big issue for this street. And the traffic volumes are probably not to a point that it would be a, a okay. problem with that. Um, you know, if, it's a, if it becomes an issue or something, or we hear complaint, you know, we can always take and bring it back to the Board of Public Works and, and um, put the restrictions back. Anybody else? Okay, all in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Okay, uh, number eight, review of parking restrictions on Concord Avenue presented by Tom Turchi, city engineer. Tom. All right. Uh, we had a re resident on Concord Avenue that asked to take a look at parking restrictions on South Concord Avenue. Uh, this resident uh, stated that they were concerned about the width of the roadway when there are vehicles parked on both sides of Concord Avenue. The street is a 22-foot wide ditch street with narrow shoulders. South Concord a Avenue is currently has no parking restrictions at this time. Uh, looking at the current aerial photo of Concord, 
There is sidewalk installed on the east side of the street by allowing parking to remain on the east side of the street um, would promote easy access to the sidewalk for pedestrian use. Therefore, restricting parking on the west side of Concord would make the most sense. So therefore, I'd recommend that parking on South Concord Avenue be amended as noted, parking prohibited on the west side of Concord Avenue from 4th Street to a distance of 730 feet north of 4th Street. And I'd further recommend that the administrative code of traffic and parking be amended to reflect these changes. And this would just be the green line that's shown on the drawing and not include the area of the cul-de-sac with the urban gutter. I would entertain a motion. Mr. Fisher, second. Mr. Rosenditch, comments or questions? Mr. Rosenditch. I kind of have the same questions. Okay. I mean, it's a pretty narrow street that I'm, I mean, to my district, I, I know that. Um, so, but the green line is where you, I'm a little confused here. I'm going to be, that would be the side we're prohibiting parking. Okay. So, because opposed to the other picture that we just saw. Yeah, I, I should have used a different color. All right, so the parking will be along the sidewalk. Yes. <clears throat> um, what's that leave width-wise for vehicle to get through if there is a vehicle parked along the sidewalk? Well, with 22 feet, uh, you should take off uh, typically about six feet for um, parking, so it's about 16 feet uh, roughly, plus or minus. If and no worries for like uh, emergency vehicles to get back there if there is a car park. A there. typical alley's uh, 16 feet wide in the city of Marshfield, so that give, does with a little bit of shoulder and using the shoulder, you do get enough room at that point. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And that one, uh, Tom, you can bring back if there's any issues yeah. as well. If if you take a look at um, the majority of our streets in the city of Marshfield are a good portion of them. I won't I won't tell you the percentage because I was looking that up and I didn't get it for the meeting, but are ditch streets, so we do allow parking on on ditch streets, and it varies from location to location. Uh, generally, uh, when we do list um, parking restrictions, it's based upon complaints more or less. Dan, yeah, I was just going to mention that the alternative would be to you know post park no parking on both sides. But that makes it pretty tough for the residents there when uh, you know they have visitors or what whatnot. So starting with with restrictions on one side only is a good first step to see if, if that solves the issue, um, and then go from there. So anybody else? Okay, all in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed. Motion carries. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Review of winter parking restrictions presented by a Tom Churchy city engineer. You're not going to tell us a winter's coming again. No. Uh, okay. At one of our previous meetings, we had a resident who uh, requested that we take a look at on, on street parking restrictions throughout the city. Uh, this resident asked uh, us to consider overnight parking year-round on city streets. Mm -hmm. uh, our current uh, ordinance reads uh, that uh, upon parking on city streets and city-owned lots that um, from November 1st to April 30th, all regulations as stated in 8-79 parent one listed above shall apply with the following exception. And the exception is no person shall park any vehicle on a city street between the hours of 2.30 a.m. and 6 a.m. except emergency vehicles and physicians on an emergency call and except as permitted pursuant to section 8.08 .08 of this code. So there were several issues that can be brought up when you take and allow overnight parking on city streets during the time period of November 1st to April 31st, 
especially when you talk about snow and ice conditions existing. Uh, many of our streets have ditch cross sections consisting of a 22 foot wide paved surface and two to five foot gravel shoulders, sometimes narrower. Um, our street division will typically begin snow removal for our larger events at 3 a.m. for two reasons. The first is to clear snow before the morning traffic begins. And the second is to clear snow when they do not have to contend with parked vehicles. Uh, if overnight parking is permitted during the winter months, the efficiencies created by having empty streets will be lost and ultimately it'll take more time and cost more money for each of the snow removal operation. Uh, Chris Hawley, our street superintendent stated that there have been numerous occasions when they have to contact the police department to locate an owner of a vehicle to have it moved from a street before they can plow it safely and access that street. Uh, this could also cause difficulties for emergency vehicles as they circumvent windrows of snow left around parked vehicles on some of these narrow streets. Therefore, I'd recommend that the overnight parking remain unchanged from the current municipal ordinance. And the ordinance um, quite a few years ago did start permitting overnight parking for the months during the summer months, uh, which was not allowed to originally started with the city. Are there any I questions? I would entertain a motion. Is that a motion, Mr. Fire? Second. Mr. Varsho, comments. Go ahead. Motion because I, I, I finally don't have ditches anymore, thank God. But I had a little, it's a, it, it's a real problem, especially on the ditch street, especially when, when they have to go around and then it takes, if they don't get a chance to come back and they, they get the person that it wasn't fortunate enough to move the car and get it moved, then you still have that that snow in the middle. It's, it's actually a, an inconvenience for everybody, including the city. So I think it's a great idea. I mean, I don't have that problem anymore. You're a nice wide street, but uh, all right. <laughs> He's rubbing it. Uh, I saw Mr. our street superintendent, Mr. Hawley, out there shaking his head. I thought his head was going to fall <laughs> off there. Uh, but for all the reasons stated, uh, that is a good idea. Right. Anybody else? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Nay. Motion carries. Okay, number 10, approval of certified survey map and dedication of right away on McMillan Street, north of Emanuel Court, presented by Dan Connect, Director of Public Works. Dan. Thank you. A certified survey maps are typically used to uh, combine or split properties. Um, and once in a while, we have one that requires a dedication of uh, a broad right-of-way. Uh, in our municipal code, a subdivision and, and platting chapter spells out how, how wide uh, certain roads uh, need to be based on their classification. In this case, McMillan uh, is uh, classified as a minor arterial, and that requires a right-of-way width of 80 feet. And so when there's a certified survey map that's being requested for approval adjacent to one of these uh, roads that needs additional right-of-way, then we ask for it to be dedicated as part of the certif certified survey map approval. In this case, uh, the, the average or the typical uh, width of McMillan Street is uh, 66 feet. So in this case, uh, that's 33 feet on either side to get to uh, 40 on either side for a total of 80. We need an additional seven feet adjacent to this lot. Uh, and this certified survey map that's in your packet would do just that. It would. Um, in this case, they're splitting the parcel into two lots and uh, dedicating the additional seven feet right of way. When there is a dedication, then uh, the city accepts that dedication through the approving the certified survey map uh, via resolution 
Uh, I'm asking for your approval of that tonight, and then it'll also be on the council agenda through the consent um, portion of the agenda for approval uh, by the full common council. We don't get a lot of these through the board, but uh, every once in a while they do come through and uh, uh, I'd be happy to answer any questions about, about this one. I would entertain a motion. Mr. Uh, Rosendich, second. Mr. Varshaw, questions? Okay, all in favor then say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you. And I just want to point out on the next one, Mr. Varshaw, recommended items for future agendas. If you have anything that's not on this agenda you want to bring up, you can ask to have that put on the next agenda. Or I believe Dan or Tom, if if he thinks of something during the week, uh, you can get that added as well. So do does anybody have anything for future agendas? I would entertain a motion to adjourn. Mr. Rosenditch, second. Mr. Fisher, thank you. We are adjourned.